beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. Hello, amazing human. Welcome to this episode of the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This is part two of Layers of Alignment. If you loved part one, part two is going to absolutely blow your mind. Now, remember, this is exclusive content from the Quantum Coach certification, and I just felt guided to share it with you because if you truly not only understand these concepts around alignment, but embody them, this has the potential to truly give you access to whole other timelines of abundance and freedom. So without further ado, here is part two of Layers of Alignment. So this one is one of the most powerful things. If you can have like these conversations with yourself where it's like, we are so, we are so looked after. It's not even funny. I think Elizabeth Gilbert, she told this story once where it's like, you know, she had this reinforced to her where she was standing on a street corner and just was kind of like in this place of not like oblivious, like not really paying attention and um, she heard this voice. I, I don't know. I might, I might be telling the story like slightly wrong, but this kind of goes like this, where she heard a story say or a voice say move and like pulled her out of the street. And sure enough, boom, a car comes straight like by her like she would have been hit. And she looks like back to thank the person and there was nobody there. It's like, you know, we feel powerless and alone, which is why we feel like we need to control everything, which is what is getting us caught up. Because we feel like we need to control everything from because of fear. This goes back to the intentional energy. This this idea that we think we need to control is driven by the wrong intentional energy of fear. When if we just align to our higher self-attraction point and surrender, we know our values and just say, universe, show me what this is supposed to look like, how this is meant to be. I'm done trying to figure this out on my own. Can you guys feel that relief? It's crazy. Relief is alignment, by the way. That you can just like unload that burden that you've carried for a long time. Okay. Now, the last part of this is, so that's higher self alignment versus temporal self. Yeah. So, if we look a little bit deeper in this, you know, the, the, the human self, it's motivation. It's like programming is always looking to fulfill the void. If you ever say I need or think I need something, doesn't matter what it is. It's always coming from lack. I need an apple. If there's a lack of nutrients in your body, I need some water. There's a lack of hydration. I need money. Lack, lack. So just, just catch yourself in this place of need. And and just peel back the layers of lack behind that. 
And you might peel that all the way back to lack of self-worth, lack of worthiness, lack of validation. And then you'll see where these kind of voids are. So that's what drives the human self. That's what the intentional, the human self gets hooked into that intentional energy, constantly fulfill, needing to fulfill the lack when really aligned to possibility, knowing you're already whole. If you already had everything, what's the new layer for you? That's sort of the difference. Instead of seeking to fulfill the lack all the time, believing in the possibility of what's available. What's the next stage of evolution? What's the next timeline you get to open, crack open and look through? Whew. Okay. However, <laughs> we have personas that can step in. <laughs> now, this is really interesting. And I think this is one of the bonuses, actually. I take you through how to work with personas. We all have these, by the way, myself included. Until we are enlightened, you will have different personas. We have different versions of us that come out depending on the situation. Where it's like my husband sees a different version of me <laughs> that you guys would see. Not always good. <laughs> oh, hilarious. But what happens, you know, in in our lifetime, we go through traumas. And trauma doesn't have to be like a crazy event. Trauma is sometimes just sustained stress over, you know, where your nervous system is like not coping even if it's a little stress, it's sustained stress can ingrain trauma into your consciousness. And so what happens is obviously you come into this reality, you know, you are a whole being as your essence is a whole being. But what happens sometimes is when you experience trauma is your consciousness actually fragments. You know, people talk about multiple personalities. This is the origin of this stuff. So you will have a fragmentation when you go through a, a type of trauma. So, for example, this is trauma number one. So what happens is your consciousness will break off and you'll have what happens is it just it, it does this so it can figure out how to navigate and pr protect itself in this 3D reality of polarity. So you come as a, a whole consciousness, but because we live in a reality of polarity, it's like your consciousness will split and create polarities in its wholeness as a being in order to fit into this matrix system. Does that make sense? So what happens is you go through a trauma, a stress or whatever, and this starts to create polarity within your consciousness. So what happens is you create a, a fragmentation. This fragmentation will be the protector version of you. And then you have this fragmentation that's just like the, the more feminine, like it'll be all right. The softer version of you that's like kind of floating around. And so, again, this will create little back and forthing within your consciousness. But what happens is so you'll have many, many fragmentations depending on what you've been through and the life experience you've had, some of these fragmentations literally will turn into their own personalities because they need to protect, like they need to be in this place of either taking that person, that consciousness out of that situation where that new personality will just take it on for them, or you will be triggered. I just watched Split the other day, a guy who has multiple personalities and he literally had the protector personalities come out exactly. This is what happens in your consciousness when, yes. Well, anyone with multiple personalities will have severe trauma, severe trauma. So these, these, these fragmentations evolve into full on people in their consciousness. And so what happens is you will be triggered by a situation and all of a sudden these personas or protectors will come out. 
And so what we need to do is is identify. You can even give them names if you want. <laughs> I mean, look, people have like names for when they get drunk, like, oh, God forbid, like Sophia comes out when I'm drunk. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's literally a, a persona that takes over. But what happens is we are triggered. That persona will cycle around and take over. And that's when we kind of lose control. And so we need to start understanding who these personas are and what triggers them. And because this, again, not only can you have contradictory frequencies with your higher self and your human self where you're back and forthing, but you also have these fragmentations contradicting your frequency as well. So it might not be like a fighter persona. Maybe it's the feel sorry for myself persona, or maybe it's the woe is me persona or victim persona, where it's like you give all your power away to that trigger. Now, we're not going to shame these personas. Here's the thing. We're not shaming or judging the personas because what's going to happen there? We're kicking up more resistance in the field. No, 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 no. We have so much compassion and love for these personas because they're created. They've created themselves for our good. They want to look after us. However, they can trip us up because the second we're triggered, what happens? We get angry. We give all of our power away to that external circumstance. We have these mental conversations back and forth and we get all angry and worked up. And then we are our frequency is in a dump and then we start spiraling and then we lose control. So what we want to be aware of are, are these certain personas. Number one is what triggers these personas? Because we know that is the wound that will flare that persona up. Number two is give it a voice in the moment. Like I teach Ella to like when she's mad, like scream in a pillow. What are you mad about? Let's hear it. You know, like, but seriously, if you said there's an exercise that is insanely potent, that is actually, you know, I'll release it early because while we're, while we're talking about it, might as well, where I'll take you through like how you can literally, you can almost like channel that persona through you where it's going to pull out con- subconscious information where you're like, I did not even effing know that was there. Crazy. But what you need to do is sit down and just write. Okay, persona, imagine a child in a room screaming and everyone shaming it for feeling that or getting angry at it or whatever. When really it just needs to say something that could be an inner child persona, but just let it have a voice. And then after you let it voice what it needs to say about how angry it is, how this has happened to them, you know, don't judge it. Just let it pour out. Let it be justified. Don't diminish it in any way. Let this persona have a voice. And then ask the persona what it wants to do. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. Hi everyone, I'm Bianca and my business is State of Mind Therapies. I wanted to speak to you today about the Quantum Coaching Certification. It has absolutely helped me both personally and professionally and that's exactly what I wanted when I was thinking about signing up for it. So what I loved about the Quantum Coaching Certification was that you can't do this qualification without going through your own layers and going through your own healing, okay? And then by going through that process, 
after you've used these techniques on yourself, you can absolutely then use them on your clients, which is exactly what I was doing. So I was learning techniques and once I felt really comfortable at mastering them and once I felt really comfortable at doing them on myself as well and going through my own healing and my own layers, then I was literally grabbing some of Sarah's techniques and using them on my clients in my business and I was amazed at the the shifts the clients were having and how effective her techniques are. It's just, it's another way of looking at energy healing. So if you're considering it, I think you will absolutely love it. The way she structures it is very, very accessible. So it's self-paced. She releases videos once a week or she releases content videos, worksheets once a week. I would literally just be so excited every week on the day that she would release that content and I would binge watch it and get through it in a day. But you don't have to. You could absolutely do it at your own pace. So it was lots and lots of fun. Definitely a journey that I have absolutely loved. And this certification has definitely helped me in my business and how I serve my clients. I hope this has been helpful, guys. Thank you. If you want to know more, then please head over to my show notes, book a call with me, or you can message me in DMs. Now let's get back to the podcast. So, for example, this persona wants, it just wants to feel safe because it was traumatized. It's been through something. It just wants to feel safe. And so if it's heard, it is safe. Most of the time, we don't let our personas be heard. We just feel freaking angry and we let it be flared up. And then we suppress the pain and we get over it. But then it's triggered again. We give all our power away. And, it, you know, it's just we're it just is there. We don't we don't pay attention to it except for the fact by responding to its anger. Give it a voice. Let it be heard. Because when it is heard, it will then feel safe again. And when it feels safe again, it's no longer worried about needing to be triggered by external circumstances. So once you give it a voice and once it feels safe, then you ask it what it wants to do. It will say one of two things. It will say, I actually think that I have been created for the good of our highest timeline and navigating that together. So I'm going to hang around. Maybe this persona is really good at helping you have firm boundaries, but it doesn't have to do it from a wounded place anymore once it's heard. It could be from a place of standing firm in its truth and the values. The other thing that the persona will say is, I feel heard. I feel held. I feel healed. I feel like I'm not this. We don't serve a purpose. So it'll reintegrate itself back into the whole. And so you'll no longer have this internal battle with your personas back and forthing. And so once you kind of go through this integration process of all of these parts of you that become triggered, instead of you as a human fighting against yourself all the time, all of your consciousness will be working toward one thing as a collective. Because you've given it a voice, you've let it be heard without diminishing or shaming it. And then you've asked it, okay, what is it that you want? How can we serve each other? And it will say, yep, I'm here to serve a purpose and to help you hold firm. So I will come out when I'm needed but not from a place of pain or being triggered. Or it'll say, let's reintegrate. I'm ready to come on board with you fully. And this will help you to get all of this internal energetic alignment where you are really accessing energetic potential, like on all levels and all layers. So when when you start healing your personas, 
This is where you start, you stop giving your power away to external triggers. And it is insanely powerful. Like beyond. Uh, I can't even tell you when you can stop being triggered by things, by money things, by, oh, wow, we got some big ones. Working in with my fragmentation and my clients, I've seen that everyone processes these things differently. Sometimes voicing, writing, drawing, or just feeling every single thing it feels can help. Yay, I love it. Invite it in for tea. Allow it to share what it has to say. When it is heard, it will not need to keep talking exactly in that moment. The more you let it be heard, the more integrated. It's 100%. This is so, so powerful. So powerful. I, I joke and I say when I figured this out, when I started when I stopped suppressing my triggers and started letting them, you know, have a voice, everything shifted, everything shifted. This is, again, all of these little pieces are the parts that when you start playing with them, and I'm not saying you have to master them, but more momentum you'll have toward creating your own reality because you'll realize all the parts of you that you've just given away to external circumstances and that have rendered you powerless. And by the way, when you are powerless, anger, this is, we get into this more into, ooh, maybe module four or six. I can't remember. Anyway, when we start talking about more about emotions, powerlessness is the main driver of pain and, and disharmony. Anger, resentment, those are not actually emotions. I know you feel them, but they're, the seeds are always planted from a place of powerlessness. Powerlessness. Is kind of that virus. We feel powerless. When things don't go your way, you get angry or someone does this or whatever. It's, oh, it's, just, it's, if you go back to the seed that was planted, it's always powerlessness. And so when you start to understand that you're not powerless, you're in control of all of this. And here are the tools that you get to use to claim it all back. This is how you put yourself in the seed of deliberate creation because you're not giving it all away all the time. Ah. <sighs> Awesome. Lots of, uh, lots of truth shared today. Please don't let what I'm showing you today just be a concept. Let's talk about the difference between quickly a concept and an embodiment. Those are two different things. So you're learning cool concepts. Your ego is probably eating it up and you're having all these poo like brain explosion moments. Don't let it stop there. Let it anchor into your body as a new truth. So you guys are all living based on what you think is a truth, what you've established as your truths. So your truths that you have established is what is driving your behavior. So I want you to live as these concepts that are as as if it was an embodiment which will have to cause you to make new choices cause you to react in different ways cause you to know that this is your soul's truth and if you move forward based on all of these concepts this is how you're going to transcend everything that you've been living up until this point so don't let this be a new concept and then just continue your old patterns that's not what you're here for you're here to shift into a new embodiment. It is, you will feel it in your body. That's why it's called embodiment. Concepts stay up here. Embodiments literally anchor into your body and reprogram yourselves into a new truth. So let it come into your body. Re-listen to this again and let it with your intentional energy 
recode your body as a new truth because this is where the change is. Whenever we strive for any sort of goal, doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a relationship, money, business, you fill in the blank, anything, body, vitality. The only reason we want that goal is because it makes us feel something. It's not actually that goal that we want, but we associate that thing with a feeling. It's like, well, I can only have this feeling of abundance if I have a shitload of money, because that's what our 3D reality has told us. Or I can only associate being in love with having this exact type of partner, because that's what the programming has said. So with that space, tap into your energetic embodiments of how you are calling in those feelings, what it is that you want to feel. That is one of the most potent things you can do. And if it's meditating, if it's visualization, if it's whatever it is, writing, journaling, that's that's for everyone to kind of decide individually. But one of the most powerful ways you can anchor into new timelines is by calling it in through emotional embodiment. We're not a timeline away from a goal. We're an embodiment away. And so for me, when you have that space in your grid, it's tapping into that emotional embodiment of what we're calling in and how we want to feel. And then what happens is the universe orchestrates all of our experiences around it to perpetuate that emotion. So, for example, if we're wanting to feel abundant, we are a mental billionaire, whatever you have to tell yourself to be like, oh, visualize yourself traveling everywhere, first class, and allow yourself to have that magic genie moment where there are no limitations, all the limitations that are are the ones we put on ourselves. So if you don't think that's possible, that doesn't matter. Have the magic genie moment where you're feeling like far out. My world is adventurous and abundant and this and that. And hold that embodiment. I think Abraham says 17 seconds is enough for it to start putting law of attraction into motion. And you surrender to how you think it's going to come. That's never your job. The how is a massive matrix distortion because it is the seed of doubt. That's planted. Yeah, but how is that possible? How will I ever afford first class? How will I ever? Never your job. Can you feel the doubt in that? Get rid of the how. Unplug from it completely. So I would use that time to really call your vision in through embodiments. I actually say, and I forget which module, tap into that. Anchor it with the smell because your olfactory system, your smell has a direct link to your limbic brain. The limbic brain is a part of your brain that triggers emotion. So when you're when you're in that vision, you're in that emotion. So what I would do is anchor it in with the smell. You will lock in that emotion and trigger it with the lemon essential oil, for example, or whatever, orange essential oil. Yes. And so what I would do then is have like a ritual every day where you're in that, your smell anchoring, and then Set an alarm on your phone five times a day where you're perpetuating that emotional embodiment, where you're smelling. I have an alarm literally that triggers things where I'm like, right, embodiment, smell. Like it's like it goes off five times a day. And that's what I used to say to my clients when I was working with my entrepreneurs. Some of them hit seven figures. These are the things I was teaching them to do. And so this is what I would do with this sacred space. Call in your vision. Communicate with that version of you. That version of you is already existing in a timeline. She wants to help you. And also communicate with the past version of you and be like, it's okay. Look, you did it. Look, look how far you've come. All of it. And when you play, like this is start like quantum play. It, reality starts to become extremely potent and you start inviting in all these cool synchronicities that are aligning with this amazing embodiment that you've um, cultivated. Does that help? <laughs> 
when you're working in energy, when you're releasing false truths, which is actually what's happening through quantum discernment, exhaustion is a massive side effect. So I have had clients and some really cool things. I often feel exhausted when I'm integrating new things. Yeah. So for example, I had this guy and I might've told this story to you guys, or it might've been in the portal somewhere, but he was, he classified himself as an alcoholic, meaning there was not a day for the past 10 years where he hadn't had a drink. We had one session together and he came back like a couple months later and he's like, no desire to drink. It was just gone. He said, though, the really interesting thing was he could not get off the couch for about a week. He was exhausted. And then whenever clients come to me and say that, I was like, I'm like, yes, because I know massive things are leaving their field, massive shifts, massive distortions. However, the other thing I recognize is sometimes your energy doesn't replenish itself quick enough. So as a who taught me this, somebody taught me this. Because it was funny how, you know, when you, when you're ready to learn, like, what is, what's that saying? Like your teacher comes. So that was, that was happening in my sphere. And it was either Jeffrey Allen or somebody else, but he said, you need to have your clients fill in their energy with orange golden light because it will help replenish their system when they're, when they're relinquishing all of these distortions. And that will help counteract that exhaustion. So when you're tired, always do like a little internal party dance because it is, it's my friend calls it a healing hangover. Yeah, it's legit. That's what happens. You are massively shifting. So exciting time. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.